All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the Hustle Podcast for episode nine. <laughs> and I'm so excited because today we have Aquila Zoll, which some of you are going to get to know as somebody you've actually probably seen on TV and in <laughs> commercials. Um, and so Aquila has been in the acting world, um, has worked with Channing Tatum, The Rock, um, probably a lot of other incredible actors and actresses that we all admire and we're like, wow, what is life like that? So um, I would love to just start from the beginning, like, okay, how did you get into acting and kind of give us the background of that? Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Faith. This is awesome. <laughs> um, the short of the long is I used to love looking through my aunt's uh, modeling portfolio books. I remember going to my Grandy's house when I was a kid and I would like flip through Aunt Marika's modeling portfolio books and I thought they were so cool how she could be so transformed into all these different types of people. And so um, originally I was just kind of enamored by the world of modeling and print and photography and how beautiful and wonderful and exciting those things could be. Um, but that kind of quickly faded when I went to like high school and college and was like, oh, that's not like real life. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Um, and so anyway, I moved to Long Beach to Southern California to go to nursing school, actually. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I had this whole like five-year plan of being a traveling nurse and then opening my own wellness clinic, and which I still think is a fantastic idea, but it was just not in my plan. Um, I got into nursing school and like it, I have more respect for nurses than I could possibly ever describe, but I just knew that it wasn't for me. Um, yeah. So I pulled myself out of nursing and all of a sudden I had like all of this time and I was still going to CSULB. And so I started taking all of these random classes like engineering and design and Spanish and just throwing <laughs> any dart on the board. Any, yeah, to see what I was like, I have never needed a plan B before, so I need a plan B. While I was doing that, I was like, well, I need to get a job um, because college is not free <laughs> and living in Long Beach was not cheap. And um, I had someone recommend, they're like, hey, you live in Southern California. Like, you might as well see if modeling, you could make a little money for pay for books. Like, who knows? And I happened to have a college roommate who was a um, photographer. Mm. And so her and I played around with photos and um, I was referred to this like very legit safe site. And, and I was so fortunate and it was like one of those like, when the time is right and the place is right and you just kind of get a little bit lucky. And I, I got introduced um, to work and a management team through the first job that I booked. Wow. Yeah, and I'm convinced that I only booked the job because I had <laughs> no clue what I was doing and I just wasn't nervous because I had no idea what was going They're on. They're like, she's so different. <laughs> she's so natural. <laughs> like, so You're I like, I have no idea what I'm absolutely doing. Absolutely <laughs> clueless, yeah. Um, so that was just felt like a God thing and a stroke of luck, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, and then through very small modeling jobs over the course of like six or seven months, I ended up um, auditioning for this short independent film that I don't ever think got made, but it was my first introduction to... <laughs> like, this is practice. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, what what is, what is acting and, mm -hmm. and what is getting to play, pretend, and be creative beyond just a photograph. And prior to that, had you done any acting? No, I, <laughs> I had act, well, when I was like six, I was in my dad's carpet cleaning commercials, which oh, I man. loved. I liked performing. <laughs> I grew up dancing. Yeah. Um, my grandy owned a dance school. And so I grew up on stage dancing and I loved performing and it was very fun. And, um, and so I'd always had a flair for that. Mm -hmm. um, but this was my first like introduction Real. yeah to like and it's so funny it's like I grew up I love movies and I always love tv and I grew up watching movies with my mm -hmm. dad and my family and 
Um, I never, ever once thought like, oh my gosh, this is a job. Like people make this yeah. a business and they get paid to do these things. And mm-hmm. when I pulled myself out of nursing, I had had one, I was like so distraught. I remember being on the phone with my sister Kamari and I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and she had said something so profound. She was like, Aquila, wouldn't you rather be searching for something you know you love than doing something you know you don't? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. That's like I a, will search. <laughs> I, I will find something. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, I my prayer, like stepping out of nursing, was like, God, I wish there was some vocation that really invited me to be all of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love science, which is why I love nursing, and I love working with people, and I love serving, and I mm. um, those things all really called to me. But I realized in like actually being in the hospital that I was like, oh wow, this is very different. I, to be totally honest, it felt like kind of a divine appointment because I loved being in the hospital while mm-hmm. I was volunteering, while I was go- doing my prereqs. And, and then it was totally different being on a nurse was, It was like all of the desire got like yanked out of me. Yeah. And I couldn't describe why. And I was, you know. You're I'm, like, nope, not it. it. It was just a fast and hard no. It was like I would be bitter after two years. There's people who are specially gifted to do this. And I thought mm-hmm. it was me, but I'm realizing now it's just not me. Yeah. So when I stepped into discovery, it felt like this discovery process of like, oh, wow, acting is – uh, I love business and I love work. And so I was like, I this I, I mean, I think I could make this a business. I think this could maybe be. And I was already experiencing how like being pulling on and using every part of my personal story and then playing pretend in all the ways I needed to. It's like, oh, wow, this is not just Aquila, my science brain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this isn't just like serious Aquila or business Aquila. This could be all variations of Aquila. This is ridiculous Aquila and this is yeah. – hilarious Aquila, this is like outrageous Aquila or stern or whatever. Yeah. And that was really, really exciting to me. So you had like the independent film that didn't launch. What what launched you um, to, I guess, what was your like largest kind of, I know that the the word is, what was your biggest break? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good question. I think, uh, I know exactly what it was. I, my first very... My first project that was in theaters, so the movie I was in that was in theaters, was called Fighting With My Family. Um, it was starring Florence Pugh, who is just a sensational actress, and uh, directed by Stephen Merchant, who like did The British, The Office, mm. and he's just hilarious, among tons of other things, but that's what a lot of people know him for. And it was such an amazing experience, and by far the biggest job to date that I had done then. Mm. And so that kind of stepped me into this new... Um, exciting place of like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have heard, I'd heard so many actors say this and I think it's really accurate to say like, I don't know if, and I, I don't know if there's a point where it's like, oh, I've made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even though you have these amazing opportunities, it's very beautifully humbling how after that you're, you have something incredible on your resume, but you're also still like stepping back and like, like, okay, I started this and I stepped in and now it's completed. And now we're starting again. Yeah. Um, so you can have like a powerhouse team, which I'm very blessed I have. Um, her name is Elizabeth Wilson, and she's like a godsend. So she kind of like just searches out my like jobs manager. for you, mm-hmm. like yeah. what would work well for yeah, what you want to do. A, yep. She's my titan behind the scenes of every step of my career. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I would say like that, that was my first big milestone. Mm-hmm. Like movie and theaters was very exciting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'll get your autograph afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say? Because uh, I'm just so fascinated by like this type of business. Because at the end of the day, it is like something you love to do. It's a passion. It's you on display, playing different characters, and it's fun. But at the end of the day, like you wouldn't do it if like it didn't provide for your family and, <laughs> right. and whatnot. Like right. everybody has to live. Like, everybody has to, to live. Bills. Yeah. So curious, like. Uh, what was your investment getting into it? I mean, you yeah. did you just, I, I guess, basically like throw yourself out there and be like, hey, I'll try this audition and this audition. And what, I guess, you know, what was your struggles going into it? Because yeah. I feel like people like watch movie actors and actresses and be like, oh my gosh, if I just could have my break, you know, maybe yeah. then I could be the right. viral sensation of like, yeah. you know, yeah. I feel like when Stranger Things came out, like I'm just pulling one random it's a great show. Yeah. Such a good uh, show. It was like such a weird show in the beginning, and then it just completely took off. And now yeah. those like kids are just like, you know, everybody knows them from Stranger Things. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. I know everybody's kind of looking for their break and moment if they're yeah. like pushing to be in that acting world. Yeah. What would you say like was your like biggest struggle like getting in? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think the way that I think I could maybe answer that in like a full, like mm -hmm. well-rounded way is um, maybe talking about like the, some of the different ways that you earn a living or make money mm -hmm. as an actor new and starting out. I mean, and again, that's the crazy thing is like, if you're interested in getting into the entertainment world, I think um, getting into a space where you're having, where you have an opportunity to talk to actors, where you have access to actors who have been doing this for a long time and have had experience and are like in the trenches with you would be mm -hmm. the most valuable thing that I didn't know how to do early mm -hmm. on. And I have a resource for that. Um, there is a school called AFA. You can join it remote. If you live in LA, you can be there in person. I didn't start training with AFA. It's called Actors for Actors until, oh my gosh, probably like five or six years, I think, into my journey. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had already had, I'd done fighting with my family and I had, um, no, I actually coached for a show that I booked called Filthy Rich mm. that was on Fox and now Hulu um, at AFA. So all that to say, best first advice I could give anyone as far as like, what is the – like, how do you make money as an mm -hmm. actor? When do, I when do I not have to keep working another job or three other jobs depending on where I live and what I'm doing? Um, go to AFA. Learn from Abby Cobb and Chelsea Ricketts. It will save you years <laughs> of struggle and hardship and stress. Um, <laughs> there's so many different ways, and every actor, every friend that I have who's in the business has a completely different like approach. Approach and narrative. I mean, I it's hard. I think like imagine being the low man on the totem pole in any industry, and they're like, "Who's Aquila?" Yeah, and nobody knows who you are. Like, and and everyone is important. Everyone is valuable, <laughs> but I think it's really important to make a decision early on. Is this something that I'm doing for the money? Mm. If that's why you're doing it, <laughs> just don't do it <laughs> because it might, it, it's realistically going to take a really long time. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not. But even in, I was really fortunate. I, I'd never, I, I, this is such a God thing too. I never had to work another job besides my modeling and acting mm. um that that's really rare and i was super super fortunate um that you know again it's like those were not things that's not to hype myself up is 
fortunate circumstances that I couldn't control in terms of like my roommate was a photographer, so I didn't have to pay for photographs. Yeah. My <laughs> like just things fell into place. Things fell into place. Yeah, that I tr- like would never ever take credit for. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is a this is a huge blessing. So, but even in that, for years, um, I, I was not just acting. There yeah. was there was a lot of small projects and and. Small projects don't pay a lot. So it's yep. you're doing it because you love what you're doing and you're doing it because you love the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm convinced that as someone in entertainment, you have to really have kind of an appetite for the hustle because it's filled with, and this is not just acting, but it's also very much acting. It's filled with rejection and it's a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. The no's are a blessing too. Like I'm convinced we don't need a lot of yeses. We just need the right ones. And so no's are also very, very, very beneficial. Because it like sharpens you to like, redefine like okay i'm gonna you know go after this business model or this is my whole purpose totally um and that's not to even like overhype the nose i mean nobody loves getting rejected over and over and over and over (laughs) again but you really have to establish like where your hope's at yeah why am i doing this and um sorry i'm not getting to the point of your question like ultimately you're asking about money is like how do you make money as an actor um there's a handful of different ways. You'll do projects where you get paid just a flat rate. Those are mm-hmm. sometimes for independent projects that don't have a lot of money. They'll offer you a day rate, and it'll be probably a smaller number. And so you'll make that much per day, no matter mm-hmm. if you're on set for four hours or 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you have to be able to sustain. And usually, yeah, like, again, my um, my supplemental work was print and commercial work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, – at the time and in, in the market that I was working in then, there was a lot of that I, that I had access to, which was a huge benefit. Yeah. Um, as you start to work on projects that are in the union, that are up the actors union is called SAG, SAG-AFTRA, um, the rates start to increase, which is amazing. And when you work on projects for TV shows or for movies, um, you can also, on top of like the day rate that you're getting or the weekly rate that you're getting, um, you also can qualify for residual income, which mm-hmm. means that as your movie or as your show is playing, um, there is like a royalty, like yeah. back to you. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So that's something that's like an, a really exciting thing to experience um, as a financial blessing. Yeah, when you get to those places, like we oh, have arrived at level three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and then it the the the. The opportunity grows as the size of the project grows. Keeps replaying as, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What's your – so your largest project was um, – Filthy Rich – Filthy Rich was probably my – so Filthy Rich was a show that I did um, for one season on Fox, and it's mm-hmm. now streaming on Hulu. And um, Like, are you, like – Maybe this is TMI to everybody, but oh, yeah. is this like level three, like where you still get like royalties? I I don't know if that's the right word. Like you still get residual income because it keeps playing or filth. Yeah. So a lot of the time you'll get, and this is, this is always different. Like depending yeah. on the project you're on, depending on what role you have, <laughs> depending on there's so many factors. So we can playfully say like level one is maybe like you're getting paid for the day. And then yeah. when you leave, that's all you're ever going to make. Yeah. And then maybe level two is, <laughs> oh, I'm getting paid for, uh, this is my union rate. And then I'm going to get overtime if I'm here over this amount of hours. And I'm also getting meal penalties. And so mm-hmm. my union has protected me and they are going to make sure that I'm not getting, you know, exhausted for 18 hours a day and not compensated for that. Yeah. Um, and then another level of, um, I don't even know, it's not really levels, I guess, but yeah. just like modes of. Yeah. Ways to receive. Receive money. Yeah. <laughs> the ways you're getting paid. 
are um, there's something called a buyout. Mm -hmm. um, this is a lot of the time for like print and commercial, not necessarily mm -hmm. acting, but where it's like, oh, we're, we would like to play this commercial for this amount of time. And so we're going to give you this bonus, which is called a buyout, and we're going to play it for two years. Wow. And then if we want to buy it out again, we're going to need to pay you again wow. to play it for another two years. That's so cool. Which is something great that can, yeah, with commercials and print, that can be a really good What is, um, so that's kind of like obviously the structure. I'm sure there's like more in depth to it. Yeah, there's, like I, and yeah, there's I, a general yes, structure of like yes, how you're compensated. Yes. Um, getting into coaching really helps. Yeah, um, yep. You know, what would you say, like, I know Ryan's not on, on set with us. Do you like <laughs> yeah. my term, on set? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, on set with us, yeah. uh, being married and everything. I know that he's also in the acting world as well. I know yeah. that's probably like a whole story of how y'all met. Yeah, um, But how do you balance the work-life balance of, you know, I know – now you have Roslo, you started a yeah. family. Yeah. Now priorities have shifted a little bit. But yeah. prior to that, yeah. um, before Roslo, how did you balance like, hey, you're on set for this, yeah. he's on set for that, like yeah. this entrepreneur, like you're trying to grow and make income and yeah. you know, have fun while you're doing it. How do you have that work life balance? Yeah. I think that for I had a lot of friends who were in the entertainment world and they were like, I would never date another actor. And I could understand why they would say that. For Ryan and I, it has always really worked really mm -hmm. well. And Ryan works um, predominantly on the other side. I mean, he does print and commercial acting. He's brilliant. Um, but he's, as far as like acting for theatrical acting, he stepped on the other side of like producing and writing and creating mm -hmm. and directing. Um, so he writes it and he's like, babe, perform. <laughs> <laughs> Act. Um, no, sometimes. <laughs> um, for us... I think it's always been to our benefit that we are both in the same business. Mm -hmm. uh, we before we had Roslo, who's our daughter. Before we had Roslo, we we both love being on set. We both love and have a really great appetite for like either working when we were living in LA, working locally in LA, or traveling and working on location somewhere. We had a rule that we set in place just for us. We heard this from another couple, and it, we were like, oh, my gosh, let's adopt that immediately. We were like, let's not ever let more than two weeks go by that we're not seeing each other. Um, so I was working in Detroit for something a handful of years ago, and Ryan would come and visit me mm -hmm. um, and stay with me on set for a time. And um, same thing, if he was ever gone, he was working in uh, the Caribbean for something one time, and I got to go and join him, mm -hmm. and which was so hard. It was just so, you know. <laughs> it seems rough. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for you guys. It was so fun. It was so fun. <laughs> um, so that's been one of the ways, I think, but even before we had Roslo, just as far as, like, time apart. Mm -hmm. And when you're working on set, it really does, for lack of a better term, it really does become like a bubble, and that's not a bad thing. But I think just for health um, and what we like to call, like, healthy maintenance of like connection and being mm -hmm. close because of course you're bonding with the people you're working with because it's such a special experience mm -hmm. that has just really really worked well for us yeah um work-life balance with roslo has been a neat <laughs> unique like thing yeah <laughs> yeah it has i think the first time i was on set um after having her was when she was like four months old and i was working in L. It was on, I was on set in L. A. and uh, it was for this show called Palm Royale by a created by Abe Sylvia and it's with Kristen Wiig and Allison Janney and like Carol Burnett and like all Ricky Martin all these like exciting so I was like this is amazing and also then it's like I'm a mom now like what does this mean like, am I gonna be okay? um, am I it, cool <laughs> yeah am I cool um, and 
it was awesome. Ryan was, so we've traded off. I'm sorry, this mm. is to get to the point. It was like, we've had an opportunity to trade off. Whereas like if Ryan's needed to be out of town and on set, mm-hmm. um, I'm with Roslo and full-time mama Just and tapping tap. Yeah. Like he yeah. walks in and, or if I'm, if so while I was on set in LA, yeah, um, he was there with Roslo and it worked seamlessly. And so, yeah, so that's, we're still figuring it out. I think that's the short of the long. It's like, it's still, Do you ever have time. people, uh, I mean, I mean, we won't, like, avoid the elephant in the room. Like, you obviously worked with some really, like, large, you know, actors and actresses and everything like that. What was uh, one of your favorite – I mean, you worked with Channing Tatum. Ryan, before this, told me to say The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And everybody's going to be like, wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we flew Aquila in for this episode. (laughs) what would uh, what was kind of like one of your I guess worst auditions you ever? Oh had? yeah, that's a really good one. Um, <laughs> I think I'll never forget. So I am not Ryan is our commercial guy. Yeah. Like any commercial that's ever existed, Ryan should be in. He's just like it's amazing his level of talent and likability. And I don't. I'm just. I mean, I like to consider myself a fairly likable person. I'm just not. Commercials are not my thing. I feel like, or at least not. They have not been, unless I'm working with Ryan. Yeah, you play off each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I will never forget. I had this one audition for a commercial. This is like 1700 years ago, and <laughs> I step into. They give you these like insane scenarios, and I am not lying. The casting director, um, who is the person who runs the audition. Um, it's their job to find actors yeah. who are suitable to the roles. And <laughs> this guy was like, okay, Akila. And I was like, it's fine. You can just say it. It doesn't matter. Nobody, you know. <laughs> he was like, okay, Akila, you're standing in a forest. And then a beaver jumps out. <laughs> and it's not a regular beaver. It's a giant beaver. Life-size. And I'm like trying to be so, I'm like, okay, I'm so. And he's like, and it jumps out at you. And now how do you respond? And then run across the room and come back and you see it again. And run across the room and come back and you see it again. I have never felt, after leaving that, I was like, if there was any pride left in my body, I just left it on the floor in that audition room because I was. Did you get it? No. I'm not sure it was awful. It's like the worst thing I've ever done, which is another reason. This is my biggest plug for anyone who is an aspiring actor. It's like, had I had been studying at AFA, yeah, even in an outlandish and ridiculous scenario, I think it would have surprised you. I think I would have known exactly what to do. <laughs> do you and know now what to do now? I, I mean, I think I'm so traumatized from that scenario. That <laughs> if, if you ever see a beaver in a forest, you're going to be just be traumatized. Like, Respectfully, this is not for me. I'm best of luck, and I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> just leave. Um, yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, and then was what was – uh, well, ended on a positive note. Your best <laughs> yeah. audition like or best opportunity. I mean, you just recently yeah. were in some – um, big roles and everything like that. Yeah. So um, yeah. I guess I'll just ask for everybody. How is it working with Channing Tatum? <laughs> Babe, I still love you, but <laughs> I just have questions. <laughs> I have to know. Um, it was so fun. It was so fun. And I I, I, I felt very – that was actually – the so there's a – the movie was called Dog. Mm-hmm. And it was this hilarious, really heart – like military, like yeah, it was PTSD. Re- yes, exactly. And um, his friends call him Chan. Chan. 
Chan. So I'm going gonna, gonna <laughs> to lovingly refer to him as Chan. Not that I should call him Chan. Um, no, so so yeah, working with him was really, really fun. And I, Kamari, my sisters, Kamari, Mariah, and I um, are obsessed with this movie called She's the Man. Mm-hmm. It's like so old, yeah. but yes, Channing Tatum mm-hmm. is in that. And so I remember being on set with him and I had some scenes with him and he was really kind and so friendly and so warm and so crazy these right of course we know this these actors these celebrities that we like love and yeah they're just people and yeah. so like being on set with him it was like i was like oh this is really cool <laughs> how was she's the man <laughs> <laughs> exactly i never asked him that i was too shy but i was like trying to be so professional um but yeah he was just really really easy to work with and um made me feel very comfortable and and we just had like polite pleasant like chill yeah. conversation in between if you scenes. haven't watched the dog aquila is the hotel uh, receptionist receptionist yes, yes um yeah so when i saw it, i was like yay i know yeah dog is a great um, movie if you haven't seen it go see it it's fantastic yeah so um to wrap it up i think something for somebody jumping into like that you know acting world yeah how do you like your mindset into it because yeah. you get pulled into so many different directions different roles totally. uh scenarios maybe situations you wouldn't feel as comfortable like but at yeah. the end of the day you're trying to like create a living and work like you're so trying to yeah do something and and i think in a culture like hollywood where there's yeah. so much uh you know self uh, uh your image is kind of like you're always comparing or that you can be around that like yeah, yeah. how would you say you know being in that kind of world supporting yourself mentally to get to where you've been where you seem like you have a healthy dynamic in what you know what you love to do who you are on set your lines that, you know, or the things that you wouldn't cross over, you know, just because that's just not something you want to support or, you know, being married, you know, how would you kind of give that advice to somebody? Ooh, that's a really good question. I think one of the best things you could do, I'll speak for myself, one of the best things that has helped me and served my career, and I didn't do this, I didn't know how to do this well in the beginning, Mm -hmm. um, is to, and this isn't, I'm sorry, I'm going to sound like a broken record, Get putting yourself in a position where you can talk to actors, mm-hmm. where you have access to actors who are doing what you desire to be doing, mm-hmm. who not only have had success. I don't think that's the key. It's not just talking to actors who have like made it or who are doing it. It's talking to actors who understand what the current rhythm and system and setbacks and hardships and um, – ultimately like the current world of entertainment looks and feels like, and then gleaning from the things that they didn't know how to do, the things that they wish they would have known how to do. Um, And so I guess, sorry, let me, I'm trying to, I'm ultimately saying like, go to AFA. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like center yourself around a people to like really understand like who you are, who you want to be. Well, yeah, definitely. And also logistically, I think like, what are things that are going to be asked of me? Mm -hmm. And do I have to say yes to those things? Yeah. And if I want to say no to those things, can I feel confident in that? Like, how do you advocate for yourself? Yeah, because putting yourself out there. Totally, totally. Because I think that one of the one of the worst things that anybody can do starting out in entertainment is not knowing what you can do and what you can't do and what you will do and what you won't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and boundaries are different for everybody, for sure. Like it's it's so personalized and it's so unique to each mm-hmm. person. Um, but I think knowing and trusting that this is what I feel comfortable with, 
this is what I don't feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. This is what I am interested in trying and doing. Mm -hmm. And this is just what I'm not. When you're on the spot and in the moment and you've got this really <laughs> like cutthroat director or casting director or producer kind of steamrolling through the conversation or putting you on the spot, it will not ever serve you to not know or at least have an idea of like how to respond in those positions right. to not pigeon your whole thing like put yourself in a position you don't want to be in. Yeah. And there's literally no way to do that unless you've happened to have like life experience that has afforded you that for that specific moment. Yeah. There's no way to do that apart from like role playing and practicing mm -hmm. what those conversations and what the pressure of that moment's going to feel like. Mm -hmm. um, unless you're able to find somewhere like AFA. They it's the only school I the only place I've ever coached with, trained with, taught at, worked with that puts young – and seasoned actors too. It's not even just if you're young. Even I mean, I have gleaned from every single course, every single coaching I've ever had with them. And it's not just because it's like – it is working on your craft heavily, but it's also working on the – preparing you for the business side of acting. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of young – don't – sorry, not just young in age. I mean like young in their journey mm -hmm. actors find is a huge setback is not knowing how to handle and hold themselves well mm -hmm. and eloquently – and they feel um, this pressure of just saying yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, 100 percent. Just how, to have like their moment. How could they not? Like yeah. I did. I remember feeling like you just. You, I mean, and I'm wasn't necessarily like a, no one's trying. To, no one. It doesn't mean you're weak. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you don't have like a strong. You're trying sense to find of, your voice. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a really, really, really hard thing to do if you haven't had an opportunity to practice it with people who know what it feels like right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that would be my best advice is to. Um, Really just go to AFA to get that. <laughs> that was worked. For, sorry, yeah. I only say that so many times. Say that has worked for me. Yeah. Um, I booked my role on Filthy Rich, I'm convinced, because I worked with AFA. And I had built up the uh, certainty that I needed to be in a mm -hmm. position and not feel put on the spot. Mm -hmm. Not that anyone put me on the spot, but I, I that that creates such a nervous energy, and rightfully so. Yeah. That a lot of the times, even for the audition, it's like you could be so prepared, and then you get into the room and realize – like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect that question or I didn't know how to prepare. The beaver. Right? And now, <laughs> the beaver, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm thrown out. So, yeah, so many factors come into play, but um, yeah. that has helped me have. And I mean, uh, my like faith is a huge part of that for me too. Mm -hmm. It was like, I believe in God and prayer is a huge part of my life. And so being able to like prayerfully attend and have a community of people who are also kind of understand what in I'm wisdom, going through. like, yeah, out. yeah, absolutely. To be like, hey, um, again, that's how I arrived at like, God told me one time, he's like, Aquila, you don't need a lot of yeses. You just need the right ones. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a no, like it's not against you. Yeah. And that was hugely clarifying and freeing because if the no's are only – so that would be something else I'd recommend too is like for somebody who believes in God or doesn't believe in God, like ask him for help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like I think yeah. he'll help. Give you some direction. <laughs> yeah. This is very needed. It's hard. It's really hard. Well, this has been really fun. I feel like I could talk and ask more questions and, and whatnot. Um, any things that we should be paying attention that's going to be coming up in the near future with you? I know you've kind of been in a mom role recently. Yeah. Um, full-time, real life, yeah, not acting. full-time, real life, 24-7. <laughs> no season premiere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything coming up that is exciting for you yeah, there's a show on Apple TV called Palm Royale, uh, and it's with Kristen Wiig and Allison Janney. I think I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And I'm really I'm really excited to watch it. Hasn't um, launched yet? No, it hasn't come out yet. Oh, when does it come out? I think it's coming out soon. Okay. I don't know. 
exactly when it's coming out. It's coming out <laughs> soon. Um, I had heard this fall is the last thing that I heard. That's exciting. Um, so yeah, that's okay. I have a fun small role in that. But well, if good. you've ever been curious about the acting world, the entertainment world, all the things that we kind of discussed, um, Aquila Zoll is amazing person. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's more to talk about, um, <laughs> but they can find you on Instagram at Aquila Zoll um, or even on Facebook. And if you have questions, I'm sure people yeah. can DM you and you yeah. can be a yeah. resource. So yeah, absolutely. Um, tune in next week for our next special guest and we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>